Hey everyone, welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality, health, and lifestyle podcast. I've got Neo Positivity with me today. What's up? <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm really excited to chat with you today. Thank you for being here. Uh, Neo is all about, well, he calls himself the um, law of attraction guru, which I love that title. <laughs> And um, we're going to talk about all types of stuff, his personal story, of course, and who he is and, and affirmations and manifestations, how to stay positive. Obviously, you can see his shirt, Thoughts Become Things, and that's something that I've talked about a lot and really believe in um, our intent, our beliefs, our words, our heart. You know, there's frequencies in the universe, and I really believe in all that stuff. What you put out is what you'll get back. And so I think this is going to be a perfect conversation for any time, but especially right now with all the craziness in the world. And um, I would love if you could just start by telling a little bit about who you are, your story, and how you got into the world of manifestation, spirituality, positivity, all those things. Well, like I said, thank you for having me. And thank you, everyone, uh, for listening. I don't consider myself a guru. <laughs> that was something that was kind of thrown at me. Um, it was a conversation someone was having in Michigan, and they were like, you know, Neo Positivity, and like, yeah, that's the guy who throws all attraction summits. And when that got back to me, I was like, wow, I'm in Florida. You know, they're having conversations about me in Michigan. I'm that guy who, and then the guru word came out. But um, yeah, no, I used to be a police officer in New Jersey, uh, Camden City, New Jersey. At the time, it was the most dangerous city in America. And uh, my partner told me about this movie called The Secret. He's like, he's a retired CIA agent. He's like, oh, man. We, they make everybody watch this movie in the Academy. You have to watch it. And um, yeah, it ended up being a secret and I was obsessed. I wanted to know everything about it. Everything, every YouTube video, everyone who knew about it, I wanted to pick their brain and see what they knew about it. And, and I noticed that everyone who knew about it was either rich or famous or both. Mm. And everyone in, in the houses and streets and businesses and companies around me are like, what? Or they'll say, yeah, yeah, it's, it's about dating. No, it's not about dating. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was obsessed with it. I did everything I could, and I started to make my own little mental exercises because I figured about how the, the ego works and how it will mess with you sometimes, and it's not going anywhere. So I was like, all right, I have to change the way I see things. So I started coming up with my own exercises, and one really big one called The Watcher, um, I hope we get to get, get a chance to get into that. That was the big one. So yeah, eight months later, I ended up retiring from the police department. And ever since then, I just been pointing at stuff and getting it using these formulas that I keep trying to perfect and make better. And, um, yes, I just been on a roll since then been touring the country, you know, mm. teaching the world how I use it in hopes they'll be able to apply mm. it to themselves somehow, you know? So that was 13 years ago. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> no. you actually are, um, this is your career is, is traveling around and speaking and helping. And, and do you do like mentorship programs or one-on-one -on -one coaching? What kind of things do you offer? Well, um, I, I, got, I got out of the one-on-one -on -one coaching. Okay. Uh, I want to help on a, on a massive scale. Although I do, you know, I do still take, you know, certain, certain people who want that favor, mm -hmm. you know, I take care of them. Um, I wouldn't call it a career because mm -hmm. I'm quick to take six months off <laughs> and I just start back up whenever I want. Um, but yeah, that's it. You know, I just toured the country right now. I'm doing a lot of work in a dental community because they mm. have the highest suicide and depression rate of any um, profession. Mm. 
So one of my friends, Elijah Desmond, asked me, he said, dude, just, just come to our events and just touch everybody. Just bless them with whatever you got, even if it's just you walking around with that shirt on. Mm. And that has quickly led to, you know, lining up speaking arrangements at different conferences and stuff like that. So it's, it's been an amazing thing. You know, I go over to Universe Guides Me, and right now it has me with the dental profession and with uh, police and firemen, mm. um, uh, those type of organizations. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for the work you're doing because, I mean, any profession, any human could can use love and help and service but i i think you know in the last couple of years especially wow like the the service you know the police officers and first responders and you know everyone medically professional medical professionals like really could use some extra love and care and <clears throat> excuse me so that's really neat that you're able to and also being like a former cop too you have an understanding too so i love that you're doing that thank you <laughs> I, you know what? I want to say thank you to you too, because without people raising awareness to the law of attraction, you know, mm-hmm. and letting people know that it's not a dating thing mm-hmm. and that it does work for you 24 seven, not just for your positive thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, uh, cause that's what everyone says. I use the law of attraction, but not for the negative. So I don't know how, if I fully believe in it, mm-hmm. um, raising awareness is, is the number one thing. Um, yeah. I always say this planet will evict us mm-hmm. before it allows us humans to destroy it. Yeah. It'll get rid of us. So the only opposition to the negative that we've been doing to this planet and experiencing on this planet is the positive and people being happier and getting what they want out of life. So mm-hmm. we need, we need numbers. That's we why our summit is free because a majority of the people on this earth can't afford a thousand dollars to go to a summit. Mm-hmm. So I try to make everything free. So the information's there, the website's free, everything, you know, for awareness. So thank you, you and everyone else listening who even mentions this to their family members or mm-hmm. friends. Share, 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 share the love. Yeah. It works. <laughs> it, it totally does. I agree. Yeah. I mean, we all hear something from somebody, right? You heard about the secret. I've heard about it before and manifesting and then hearing how it works in people's lives. That helps people like understand it and believe in it. So, um, yeah, let's segue into that. What is it? I mean, great. It sounds cool. The secret law of attraction, you know, people hear that, but like, really, how do you start jiving into that world and believing things will happen and practicing and putting things out there? Like, how do you do it? Do you meditate? Do you just think it? Do you pray all of the above? I would be all of the above. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I don't even think there's a real separation between the three you just yeah. said. Totally. <laughs> um, but it comes down to seeing it uh, like it's already happening and being appreciative for it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't know much about it, um, I'll just give you the scientific, how I usually run it down for people. When you have a thought, it travels down your spine and releases, you know, from your lower back as like a energy wave. Mm-hmm. And that energy wave then travels across the entire universe, not just earth. Mm-hmm. It keeps going. And a third law of motion, demands that every action has an opposite and equal reaction, which means the universe has to do whatever it has to do to you to make that thought travel back to you, which is the opposite and be thought again, which is the equal reaction. So if you're thinking about pain, if you're thinking about lack, I don't like my job. My house sucks. My car is beat up. My kids are buttholes. Whatever it is you're thinking out, you're basically manifesting a future where you're thinking about that again. So the way I use it is if I want something any type of goal, small, big, all I do is just ask myself, how would it feel to have already done that? Mm. 
basically in a nutshell. There's a different way I go about doing it, but in a nutshell for anyone who wants to just get started with this and just try it now, just ask yourself, how would it feel if I just like got done that, completed that, it's done. Mm-hmm. And you should feel in a happier, more at calm space. And the best example I can give for this is if you're, if you buy a lottery ticket, you want to win a lottery using the law of attraction. When you're reading the numbers on your ticket with the screen, you know, you're comparing one at a time and each one is its own like little heartbreaking battle. You know, as you go from number to number, no matter how confident or even me using the law of attraction to, to, to my best ability, when I'm reading the numbers, there's still fear Mm. that one of them is going to be off. Mm. However, had I won yesterday and I was just reading the numbers just to be sure, I already cast a check. I just wanted to read it just to be sure. I would have a complete different feeling in my chest. Mm-hmm. There would be no doubt, no uncertainty. And so, you know, that's, that's what I like to use as a, as a really big comparison for how you have to do things. So if you want to get started, just see it as though Mark eleven twenty four is a Bible quote. I'm not a real big Bible bashing type of guy. I'm not trying to push it on anybody. But for those who are heavily into uh, the Bible and they see the law of attraction as maybe like hippie talk, uh, Mark eleven twenty four. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you already have it, mm-hmm. and it will be yours. Mm. And if and if you know not into the Bible, I'm sure you've heard people say, "See it before you do it." Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. There's a couple of things that are going to happen in between. You're going to be tested. Um, it's going to be inspired action. It needs to be taking place. There's a million fifteen rules mm. to this game. Um, it's literally the hardest thing that you could do, but it yields the greatest reward that you can have, which is the ability to create your future Definitely. forever mm-hmm. and teach your kids and your friends about it so they can do the same. Well, who can, who, there's no bigger or better gift than that. So it makes sense that it's the hardest thing a person can do. So mm-hmm. I suggest you get started today. <laughs> I like it. Practice like anything else. And yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like we're not always taught that in the society to really believe in yourself and believe, I mean, we are, but not, if you know what I mean, like deeply believe that you deserve and you can get what you want. You can do what you want, obviously within realms. Like we're being realistic here. I've used like examples before, like it requires, like you said, work too. You can't just like sit here and be like, I'm going to go on a jet tomorrow to like, you know, the San Juan islands. It's like, okay, set that goal on a mood board, in a prayer, whatever, think about it in the shower, imagine yourself there, but then also save your money, you know, start, you know, figuring out how you can like book the trip. I mean, there's like work that has to be put into it, but like you said, putting out the vibes in the universe, I really believe the universe is supporting us, that it wants the best for us. And I really like that you like quoted the Bible. It doesn't really matter what you believe, whether it's Christianity, you're just like open spiritually, woo woo, whatever. It's all the same in my opinion. Like it's energy, it's love, it's, there's so much possibility. And so that was a good way of explaining it. And Neopositive is funny, we were just talking about this yesterday uh, on another podcast. Neopositivity started off as the name of the philosophy. It wasn't me. Mm. Um, It just kind of got thrown on me and I accepted it. But it was basically what I had done after I saw The Secret was I, I started picking apart and I got a group of people to help me with this in New York. Just picking going through um, religions one at a time, mm-hmm. all of them. Everyone got assigned a religion. They were supposed to go through it and get grab all the major things about it. And the, the number one thing they had to do was remove anything that couldn't be proven in the court of law today. Mm-hmm. If we went to court, could you prove it or not? No bias. I'm not trying to be a douchebag <laughs> or anything, but just if you think about it, just remove anything that can't be proven today. 
and grasped the top principles and all of them lined up, mm-hmm. including atheists, with the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. All of them, every single top principle. And so I was like, well, I got my foundation right there. Mm-hmm. Let me work off of that. And then, you know, like I said, I would study where people's minds were at a month or two before they before they popped, had their big come up, what they were thinking and how they responded to rejection. And that's when I really started to come up with all the juicy stuff. That and The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle oh, yeah. and a couple other books really changed everything that's for me. And one of my favorite books. It literally is like the start of my spiritual journey. So good. Yes. As soon as I got done The Secret, I went online. I wanted to see what Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm was talking about it and one thing she said was that it's just the icing on top of the cake mm-hmm. and I was like ooh there's a cake like, <laughs> I thought this was it and she said that there's a book that she highlighted so many lines mm-hmm. in the first chapter that she just stopped highlighting and she sleeps with it on her nightstand it's called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle that's great immediately I didn't even order it from Amazon I went to Barnes and Noble <laughs> and picked it up yeah. And began to change my life immediately. Yeah. That and a new earth. I've talked about those oh, yeah. countless times on this podcast. I mean, just perfect. And I think, you know, since he wrote those books, I don't even know when that was over a decade ago, for sure. More like probably 15, even, I don't know, plus years. I'm going to outdate myself, but, um, a lot more of that language is being talked about now, you know, a new earth, awakenings, you know, power of being in the moment, all that kind of stuff is a lot more accepted mainstream now. But if you have not read those books, highly, highly recommend life changing. So thank you for And yeah, that. I mean, just, a new earth, I love it because it's like a power of now plus more. Yeah. So if you're going to read one book, just pick that one. And go on Audible. If you sign up, it's mm-hmm. free. And just in your spare time, put it on while you're driving. Turn the radio off. Put it on. Yep. You will get through this book relatively fast, and you will change mm-hmm. everything. Because here's the thing about your thoughts. They're kind of on autopilot. Mm-hmm. So when you receive information, you kind of respond a certain way. This book is going to change the way you see things. So when the information hits you, you see it different. You're giving off a different, remember I said it released from your lower back, you're giving off a different energy wave with every single thought when you change the thought foundation. And that book is really great at doing that. And I've really focused a lot of my work over the last 13 years on being able to change people's thought foundations. Mm -hmm. Like I use fear because I get people to fear their negative thoughts. So they kind of wake up from them uh, earlier than that. And, you know, a lot of affirmations and just tweaking and twisting the way you view things. Your oneness with God will change the way you view things. Like if you view your neighbor as being one with you, you're going to treat them differently. Mm -hmm. than if you view them as the douchebag that you always viewed them as for the last 20 years, for whatever reason. And so it's like changing these little things, tweaking these little things are complete life changes. And they manifest a a different world for you and, and, and the people that are closest to you. Yeah, nicely said. I think, like I was just about to say, it's the similar thing with the ego. Our thoughts oftentimes are our ego. Um, being conscious, and le- that's how I learned about ego, was in the, those books. And um, the ego death, I think a lot of that's actually happening right now with all the craziness going on and all this division and social media and like hate and over-offensiveness and all this stuff that's going on. It's just chaos and noise and ego. And if you can be conscious to dropping the ego and just being heart centered, like loving human. And I mean, it's harder said than done, but practice it and, and recognize when your ego is coming in. And, you know, if you think like a good thought about yourself, you're like, but nah, like 
I won't be able to go on that trip to the San Juans. Like I can't afford it. Or I don't really, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. That's your ego, like shutting you down. So if you can be aware of your ego, that's a huge part of this too, that can, can lift you into, you know, all the possibilities of life. Uh, there's a book called the untethered soul. Mm. Um, I'm, I wish I had read it years ago. I just read it this year. Um, or listen to it on audio book, but it, it taught me to see the, because if you're observing the voice, you are the observer of said voice, which means you are not that voice. You're mm-hmm. clearly separate. And so it kind of teaches you to see that voice, like children just clamoring for your attention, mm-hmm. like different ideas. Hey, what if we ran this scenario for the next half hour? What if you thought about this for the next 10 minutes and you kind of latch on to them and you kind of like believe them in the, and, and follow them. And the book, what the book also does is it kind of like, belittles that voice in mm-hmm. a sense. Cause it's like when you, let's say you start dating somebody, you're just not, you're just new to dating and you call them and they don't answer the phone. That voice is like, what if they're mad at you? What if they found out this from your past? Mm-hmm. What you know? That voice is throwing all these crazy scenarios at you. And it's not even entertaining the fact that they could be in a shower mm-hmm. and they could be in a meeting, totally. which is likely, you yeah. know? It's, so it's like, that's the voice we're listening to. Right. Like it kind of does that to the voice and kind of makes you want to step away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I actually love that book for that. And you touched on something. I just want to say creating space is huge. If you tell yourself you cannot do it, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Yeah. I, I, I think of it as like, I live in like Forrest Gump house. Like I, I always think of that, like that land and the plot next door. I, I just purchased it. And that's where I'm going to put that thing at. Mm-hmm. And that's how you got to do it. I was telling myself, I'm too big. I want a radio show. I want a radio show, but I'm too busy for that. And that's where I learned this lesson. I wanted a radio show so bad, but I'm, I was too busy with my TV show for Comcast. And so it wasn't until I had a guest on my show, because I would interview coaches. That's all I've been doing for the last 13 years, mm-hmm. like interviewing coaches extensively and sharing so I interviewed this coach and she taught me about creating space. And that's when I kind of bought that plot next door in my mind, mm-hmm. went to city hall, bought the plot next door. And that plot was just for radio shows. Mm-hmm. And the next day I got a radio show off and I was doing radio shows for that. So when you say you can't do something, the universe is going to prove you right. You can't do it. It's not in your capability. It's not headed your way. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you open that up and make it a possibility, your mind will start to come up with ways that it could work. Mm. It could happen. Mm-hmm. And then your mind starts to come up with ways that are believable. Now you got believe it. You're starting to believe in it. Mm-hmm. You got faith in it. And your expectations dictate what's mm-hmm. going to happen to you next. So that faith turns to confidence and your confidence turns into expectation. That's like, that's the rule of love, law of attraction. You know, that's why I love affirmations. Mm-hmm. You can say the wildest thing out loud. And your brain will give you a way that it could happen. Aliens could come and just land, you know. But as you say it, you start to believe in it more. Like, oh, wait, I found a scenario that could work. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get a phone call. Yo, this really could work. See? And next thing you know, yeah. you know, you're in that car in that house that you're currently in. That's how you got there. Yeah. So use that for your future to your advantage. I agree. And, you know, it's cool, too. It doesn't always happen the way you might originally think it's going to happen. But it still happens. So... You might have thought it was a little different and then doors close on you and you get all down, but those doors close because another one's going to open. Like I had something happen with a job where like I was working with a medium and she was like, literally like think out loud, like, or tell me or think into your head right now. Like, what do you want your salary to be? Literally like make up a number, be super specific in what you want. And so I thought about it and this dream job I was interviewing for was pretty prestigious. 
I, I made it through the interviewing process and then I didn't get it. And I was like, so, so bummed. And then three months later I got another job and now I know why I didn't get that other job. There was with the pandemic, I would have lost that job. I was able to keep this other job, work from home, have a baby, like you know what I mean? Like the universe works in your favor, but I still believed I'd get the job. I still believed I'd get the job within that salary range. You know what I mean? Like it still happened. It just wasn't what, how I thought it might happen, but that's when you also just give your trust to the universe and kind of like things, like you said, you'll start getting like a call and you're like, Whoa, like I didn't really realize, but yeah, this could like work. And again, it comes from like your heart and your positivity and your thoughts, but you also have to give some trust and, and realize things are going to kind of work in their own timing too. It may not be right when you thought you were going to get it, but it's going to come when you have that space mm-hmm. and it's available for you. So you have to be patient sometimes, but uh, yeah, I feel you, like- I do this show on Fridays called LOA today. Uh, Law of Attraction today. Um, you should come on. Cause we were just talking about that intuition, trusting your intuition mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's like a blind faith mm-hmm. and then you take that step forward. Um, but you touched on, you said a couple of things I wanted to touch on. Um, a lot of people talk about being in a job that they don't want to be in mm-hmm. and wanting to follow their dream and go to the next job. And, but they don't know whether to quit or not. And I'm like, you know, cause quitting is going to make you feel like, you know, all kind of mental blocks are now up finances, bills, all this other stuff. I just want to say this, you might be, and this has happened to me several times, you might be meant to stay in that job Mm -hmm. because you're going to meet somebody next month. That's going to take you to your new job. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't suggest quitting. I would suggest go to that job. And though you don't like it, do do your best of your ability Mm -hmm. and enjoy your time there as best you can and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, we're talking about doors closing. I always say, no matter what you ask for in life, you will be shown, if not proven, that you cannot have it. Mm-hmm. Doors will close. Mm-hmm. And it's how you respond to that emotionally determines if and when you get it. So when the door closes, you act like a little, <laughs> you give up on your dream, you're not going to get it. But when the door closes and you say, no, mm-hmm. I refuse. I know I'm going to get this. Mm-hmm. I know this is my future. That's when your strength and emotion and determination mm-hmm. pulls, magnetizes that future towards you. Totally. So recognize that. Yeah. It's huge to recognize when you get that door closed on you. It's huge for you to step out of the game of whatever your goal was and say, ah, I see you, life. Mm-hmm. We're at the next step now. Now you've shown me we're at the next step. I couldn't get that lottery win without first having a ticket that said I lost. Mm-hmm. So getting that ticket that says I lost, guess what? That means we're at the next step. The next step is win after that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so there becomes an appreciation for these doors closing and how you get rid of those. The universe, God, whatever you believe created you and was creating life as we go, presented that problem to you. Hey, look at it. That's nice. Hand it back. Mm-hmm. Just that easy. You know you're gonna get through it. You got through all the rest of the problems. Hand it back. Yeah, I gotta let it go. Let it go, and your phone will ring, and it will be solved on its own. I'm telling you. Totally. It might not be that simple every time, but if you expect it to be that simple, remember, expectations produce your outcomes. If you expect it to be that simple and quick and easy, it will be that simple, quick and easy. And if it's not, guess what? Roll with it. Yep. It'll get taken care of. Totally. Timing. Timing might not be right, and then it could even be better. You know, a lot of us dating relationships in the past, I like think of all the things, I was so upset, things didn't work out. And I'm like, oh my God, thank God it didn't work out. I didn't know, but the universe did. There's something mm-hmm. else waiting for you. 
So it's a learning lessons. All mm-hmm. everything is everything's just learning lessons. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens is a big test. Mm-hmm. Can you stay positive in the face of the negative? Yeah. And and you just gotta stay there and know relationships are tough. You know, because I do a lot of counseling in that area, but because they want to stay together. They don't want to start over. They don't want to go back to the dating scene and bars and meeting new people. And then, then, you know, germs and COVID, you know I mean? Nobody wants to start over, but that's no reason to stay. Right. Because that's settling. Yeah, I get that all the time. My husband is super negative. No matter how much I try to get him to law of attraction and to be positive, uh, he's still negative every day. He points out the negative and everything, but I don't want to leave him. Everything else is great. And I'm like, I I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what to tell a person in, in, in that area. Yeah, it's it's really rough because that dark cloud sucks. Mm-hmm. I've never been with someone who had a dark cloud like that. Or I've never stayed with someone who had a dark cloud like that over them. Um, so I've never been in that situation. But surrounding yourself with the right people is basically giving yourself an accountability partner, someone to keep you mindful to be mindful mm-hmm. <laughs> and to wake up and do your mental exercises, do your morning affirmations, your affirmations through the afternoons, mental check-ins. Hey, what's your vibe been like today? Are you good? Do you need to switch it? Are you, be, are, you know, what is it you want? Are you willing to become the person that, that needs, that you need to become to get there? You know, what would it take to get you there? And it's that kind of accountability partner that you, everyone needs to keep us on track and having, not having that sucks, not ha- and having the opposite. <laughs> That's got to be terrible. Yeah. What do you tell people in that situation? I mean, there's many, it depends on the situation, but I think ultimately like it comes down to, we already know, you already know half the time. I've had a lot of friends, you know, that have had some long-term like difficult relationships. I've had some like, not toxic, just like they weren't serving me. They weren't serving my friends. And you know, we all do that. You get passionate and you obviously dated someone for a reason. They're attractive, they're fun, whatever. But ultimately we know inside after hindsight, like I should have trusted my gut. I'm glad I went through it because I learned what I needed to. And then I ended up meeting my husband. Like it all worked out again. It works out, but it was painful during it. But I think I always knew and I just didn't listen to my gut. And I, I talk about this a lot on the show. We were given intuition for a reason. Listen to it. Trust yourself. You are your best advocate. You know, and then the thoughts and the ego come in, and well, but he loves me so much, and he wants to stay with me. That's not <laughs> my desire, though. So I think we make it very complicated. Um, it, it goes back to your intuition. Follow that. If something yeah. is not serving you, like you said earlier, you gotta let it go. It's so hard, intuition. but you know, you can intuition s- involves a great deal of <laughs> blind faith in the situation with your with a with a spouse. Um, coming yeah. where I worked at in Camden, you know, it was, of course it was the most dangerous city in America. It also had a lot of uh, domestic violence, mm-hmm. and I would just watch these women get battered, bruised, and beaten, mm-hmm. and they'd be they beat me to the police station to bail them out. Mm-hmm. Like you, you beat me there. Mm-hmm. I'm in a cop car <laughs> uh, to bail him out. And it's just like intuition screaming at you at that point. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we're like taught that a lot enough in the society of like, you know, we're, we're taught to listen was. to everybody else and, and you got what you need inside. You have to like tap into it. And that takes practice and time too. But that plays a lot with what we're talking about today is like, 
believing you already have it, like knowing you can have it. Again, you don't always know the details exactly how it's going to play out, but I knew I would, you know, I knew I would find love and I did. It took some time, but with the second I removed the doubt, I got it. And you know what? The middleman is so funny. You're never right about the middleman. You can assume 50 different ways sideways, how you're going to get that job or that promotion. You're always going to be wrong about something, Mm -hmm. at least one little detail. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to play God. That's what I tell people. Stop trying to play God and determine. Mm -hmm. Leave that part up to God. Mm -hmm. You manifest the future. See yourself there. I'm there. It's done already. I don't need to want it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going for it next week. It's already mine. And then let the universe, God, whoever you believe in, take care of the rest. Mm -hmm. Because take it from me. I've just been wrong too many times. Yeah. It always works out in the end, but I'm always wrong about the middle. So I'm like, I ain't worried about that anymore. It's actually like, kind of fun though <laughs> to kind of like watch it and you start recognizing and you're like, cool. Like I just lost this job. It happened to me like, you know, several years ago and I like was a little bummed, but I'm like, something else is coming. Like I just like knew it. You know, you kind of get into that mindset. You're like, all good. I guess this wasn't for me anymore. So, I mean, it takes practice, but yeah. Man, yeah, she is because- what you just said is, is so important. You said you just knew it. And for someone to get fired and just know that the next opportunity is coming, that's not normal. Mm. That's not something people are born with. We're, I mean, it's not something most people are born with, um, despite how positive they try to stay. Is that something, were you always like that? Or did something happen in your life that kind of led you to that? I mean, I think I generally am pretty positive, just as as is, but... I'm also human and not perfect. Um, I've done a lot of work, though. I've read those books, Eckhart Tolle. I've, you know, gone to, like, mediums and channelers. I've tapped into my intuition. You know, there was some thing. The thing is, a lot of time when you look back, right, in an abusive relationship, in a bad relationship, in a job, you weren't happy. I wasn't, like, fulfilled in that job for a long time. So I actually saw it as a blessing. It was the catalyst to get me moving. Mm-hmm. I, You know, it was comfortable. I was making decent money. I wasn't like ready for it to end. I was just getting married that next summer and I was like, oh shit, like money and all this stuff. And I'm like, it'll work out, you know, we'll be fine. But it was the catalyst I needed. I think I recognized that I wasn't making the change and so it pushed me out. That's a blessing. I needed to move out of that. So I think, again, look back at like, oh, I really wasn't that happy. So why would I be disappointed that I lost a job? Like it was a helpful push. If you can look at it in a different way, so, I mean, I'm not like that with every situation, but again, like if you're in tune with your happiness or goals, like you'll see it's a blessing sometimes. Any two things that vibrate at the same frequency will naturally pull towards each other. Mm-hmm. And this desk's frequency only changes as far as age, mm-hmm. you know, aging. But as humans, we vibrate at whatever frequency we're thinking about. So when you're thinking about that goodness, that good future, you're pulling it towards you. I always try to get people to, vi- people to visualize, like spreading a whole bunch of coins out on a table, flat, mm-hmm. and like you're the middle coin, and that goal you just thought of is the outside coin. And every second that you're vibrating at its frequency, every second that you're appreciating it in your life, not it coming, mm-hmm. or it will be here, because that just manifests a month later where you're saying it will be here, mm-hmm. which means it ain't here. The more you appreciate it here, it, it kind of that outside coin moves towards you. Mm-hmm. While it's moving towards you, all the other coins around it are sliding to the side just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Those are the phone calls, the conversations people are having about you that get you that job, mm-hmm. that car, or whatever the situation is. So you hold tight and vibrate at that frequency as often as you can. However, the second you stop thinking about that, 
and you start to vibrate at the frequency of what is currently happening because it's what's happening. It's kind of like now you're pulling more of what this house, this car, this job, right. you're manifesting a future of that, which means that promotion, that whatever, it's kind of sliding back. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you're spending as much head time, headspace there as you can. Um, that's an obsession of mine. It's 60 to 70,000 thoughts on average per day per person. Mm-hmm. It would be crazy trying to spend 30,000 and one at least of those positive. So, but if you change the way you see things, like I said, those autopiloted thoughts that are going on in the background while you're walking or driving or using the bathroom, you change the way you see things. Those will run different scenarios. So now you got your mind watering the right seeds for you. Mm -hmm. I I would like to picture life like a bunch of pots of uh, flower pots and I call every thoughts a water drop. Mm. And you're putting drops in all day. Things I like about my job, things I don't like about my job. Mm. My house, my spouse, my kids, that last Facebook post, all day long you're watering seeds. I suggest you water the right one because that plant is going to grow. Where there once was nothing, it's going to be right in your face. And some of them are ugly. So be careful. Be very mindful. Yeah, that's a good good analogy. Yeah, and I think going back to like your... Like I said, it's practice. It's not like everything that happens like that. I'm like, oh, it'll be perfect. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like when, like you said, the more you kind of train your mind and practice, like it starts to come a little bit more natural. Mm-hmm. And we are human. You're allowed to have emotions and have disappointment, all those things. But I think if you can like catch it a little bit sooner and not let it consume you, because we create a lot of our own suffering. Um, and once you actually, that was an Eckhart Tolle a lot too, with like illusions and anxiety that helped me a lot with some of my like, kind of like basic anxiety in life, just like realizing what's reality and illusion. That's mm-hmm. super helpful too. Um, awareness and consciousness, right. To our emotions. But, um, we can be so much more free if we just release so much of these thoughts that we have that are just so silly. You know, what's funny. I I've come to the, there's two sides of every coin. The moment is where you want to be. There is no future to past. You know, this from Eckhart Tolle. Um, everything that's ever happened will happen to you in the current moment. And so I love the moment. It's where the base of all of my mental exercises is to first uh, get present. However, on the same note, screw the present moment. <laughs> all right, because for one, it just died. It's gone. And now we're at another one. Mm. For two, it's a result of some previous thoughts. And I'm always looking forward. So screw the current moment. <laughs> it really means nothing to me, except for when I'm appreciating you know, life, right. I'm, I am not hung up on what's happening right now, no matter how good or bad it is. I'm, of course, I appreciate you good, but I'm more focused on spending my headspace in the right space because I know that's what's putting food on the table. Mm-hmm. I know that's what's determining how much I smile tomorrow and next week. And to keep that trend, keep it going, it's great because when stuff does happen in the moment, it's an easier way to release yeah. it. That's Instead true. of spending the next 20 minutes thinking about it by mistake. Yeah. Like, cause, cause I know people that are good, but they still find themselves in that rabbit hole. They spend the whole way home driving about thinking about what their boss said to them that they didn't like. Right. Uh, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Um, but to avoid those head spaces, it's just like you said, the brain's muscle has muscle memory. As you do it more, your brain will do it for you. Yeah. You'll get used you to doing it. Used to it. Like, and you get better at it. Yeah. And that's the ego best right now, part. or is that you know what I mean? Like you kind of start recognizing, it and you're like, "Oh shoot, I got to keep myself in check here," you know. But and that's then it. having people in your life to help you do that too is gold. But uh, you know, I'm Reminders. trying to figure out how to 
Yeah. Set reminders. I have, I don't know if the people who are listening to audio, I have a shirt. I always have a shirt on that says thoughts become things, but that's more or less to remind other people. I have a wristband that says thoughts become things, stay focused. I, because when I was driving and mm. driving crazy people cutting you off, you get upset. This is what made mm. me think, all right, maybe I wasn't meant to be at that light that sure. fast. That person yeah. might've just saved my life. Yeah. And I got these poker chips that I like. Um, cause I always like using poker chips cause it's a weird shape and it's, it's not that big. So when you reach in your pocket and you feel it, all right, what's that? Oh yeah, that's my poker chip. And then you use that and you say like, thank you 10 times or just say yes, 10 times or some kind of affirmation, uh, some kind of goal you want, see yourself there. How would it feel? Say that 10 times. So all these different alarms I got over 40 alarms on my phone. I got million dollar bills hung up all over my house. Uh, they're all for that. Yeah. They're all for that effort mm -hmm. because I don't have an accountability partner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're doing no, it. No, but even if I had one, I would want it, I would want these anyway because I want as many thoughts as I can yeah. going towards. And there's different that. ways to do it, right? You can verbally say it, you can think it, you could put like something physical up. Like that's the whole point of like mood boards have become very popular, but I love it. Yeah. This board behind me, she's oh look, there was one right there. I didn't even realize that was there. Yeah. I was looking for it. It yeah. was right here yesterday. <laughs> uh this is usually full, like on my summits, I, I write stuff on it. But this is like this wheel. This guy, Jeff Booski gave me, and he says, best next thing. So it's like, if you run a scenario, great scenario, um, you do that, that's here. And then you ask yourself, what's the best next thing? Mm. And not the next best, because the next best, you know, is like second place. This is the best next thing. Mm -hmm. So this is, if you're imagining getting 40 grand here, just, uh, you know, just somewhere just gave it to you. This needs to be bigger than that. Mm. and then this needs to be bigger than that mm. and you go all the way around this wheel and you went up in a great headspace you ordered some amazing seeds yeah. it doesn't always have to be about money you could switch it up from your health to your family to a vacation yeah. to a yacht whatever it is and you ordered some amazing seeds you pulled that reality closer to you mm -hmm. and then you said something earlier i forgot the key on the small things mm -hmm. that phone call that little email something that inches you in the direction of your passion, your goal, whatever it is you're shooting towards, you have to appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. If you want a million dollars and you try to manifest getting it for free and you walk outside and find a dollar on the floor, guess what? That's the universe saying, hey, appreciate this and yeah, I'm gonna give you 10. Yeah. Appreciate that and I'll give you a thousand. So you can take that dollar and appreciate it or you can put it in your pocket and not think about it anymore. Plus you're $1 closer to your million dollars. It just may not come at once, see? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. But you know, you got to key in on all the small victories, as many small victories as you can, totally. because those are the little hints that you're on your way there for one. Mm -hmm. And for two, that's the universe giving you the next step. Mm -hmm. Be thankful for this. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll 10X that. Now be thankful yeah. that. And I will 10X that. Totally. Huge, huge part of it is your expectations. If you expect to fail, you'll fail. Mm -hmm. If you expect manifesting to not work, the universe will prove to you that it doesn't work by making it not work because it's still working anyway. Mm. You know, so it's like, and one more thing, because it just makes me, it kills me when everybody says this. I don't know about the law of attraction. I'm, I think I'm going to start next week. <laughs> That's not how it works, sweetie. Mm. <laughs> this isn't like getting a gym membership. Right. You've been using it your entire life. You just weren't aware. Yeah. Yes, you just weren't aware of it. So, you're using it now. <laughs> totally. If you ever want to know what you've been thinking, look around you. 
You yeah. are a result of your previous thoughts. That's those. That's an Einstein quote right there. Yeah. I mean, similar, just like most of the time, you're nice to someone, they're nice to you back. Most of the time, not always. But energy, like it attracts, you know what I mean? You attract the type of people that you're around. And yeah, sometimes there's lessons and things like that can happen. But generally, like what you put out is what you're going to get back. And I love what you said about the appreciation. That's been a huge part of my practice the more grateful I am, I feel like the more abundance I have and being so grateful, like the universe will respond more to you when you're grateful. Gratitude is like literally probably like my number one top thing right now in life. Just it's my spiritual practice. And that doesn't mean like, Oh, I got everything. I'm cush. Like it's like, no, any, any, you can be grateful for anything in pretty much almost any circumstance. You've got mm -hmm. an illness that could be your greatest teacher. Be grateful. You have someone helping you while you're sick that's a blessing. Like there's always an opportunity to be grateful. You know what I mean? Like as long as you're alive. Well, yeah, Cause we, I mean, cause we, cause we can all pass by a cemetery and probably point out someone that we know who not. Right. Um, so it's, and if you have to go back to that, go back to that, there's plenty of reasons. Silver lining finding is an art. Mm -hmm. And I suggest you make yourself good at it. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, yeah, of course there's, things that happen, people dying and like horrible things. I don't mean to just be like, oh, like hippie, like everything's all good. But COVID, right? It's horrible things have happened. It's also been an opportunity for us to reset what's important, staying at home more, like cooking healthier food, being more grateful for the health that you do have. Um, there's many opportunities and hard times. And so finding the gratitude and practicing it manifesting like I, you know, I will be healthy. That's what I did this whole pandemic. We ended up getting Omicron a few, like a month ago. Luckily it was light for us. I feel very blessed that we were able to be fine with it. But the whole pandemic, I did not give into the fear. I will be healthy. I am unavailable for not being healthy. Now I still got it, but I was fine. I'm not saying that's always going to happen for everybody, but I, I didn't want to give into the fear. I knew that that would be an, an invitation for it to come in. You know, people are, I'm always sick. I always get sick. Yeah, like, I, that. I know a bunch of people like that. <laughs> so it's more like I'm unavailable for it. I'm completely healthy. I believe in my immune system now. I also take vitamins and do things to help myself. I'm not like in la-la land, but it's just an example of like, if anything, do it for your mental health. You know, you know, you know what else is an example of? If you have two ways to spend 2021, either to be running around talking about how you always get sick mm -hmm. while there's a lingering coronavirus in the country, or do like Lauren did. Mm -hmm. She was she ready to go. Like if you were in a softball game in high school, you don't go to the game with that upsetting fear or doubt. You know, you go in there with a, with a, uplifting i got this mentality and i would much rather spend my 2021 with that mentality yeah than in a state of fear for the whole year because of what's going on around me pandemic wise right. you know there's so many fears there's always going to be fear and obviously our society and media like propel it it's out of control so also like you know listen to yourself what doesn't serve you media and all that stuff it doesn't serve me anymore like i don't watch that because it's literally like it's fear induced i i don't feel good make changes in your life, listen to your intuition, right? Do things that support feeling healthy, your mental health. And I'll share an affirmation. And I want to ask you some of your affirmations that you say or things that you do um, for what we're talking about with COVID. 
I actually learned this from a medium of mine that's helped me so much in my spiritual growth. You literally envision your body in a white light bubble and you are protected. And the only thing that can get in is love and light. Now, I'm still a human and I'm here. I can still obviously get sick sometimes. Things can happen. But generally, that's my like protector when I start to feel anxious. Because that's all I can do is just surrender and I'm here. But I am protected in a white light. Only love and light can get in. That is all I accept. Only the highest good. Those are my affirmations. That's really helped me like stay centered. I do it with my daughter. I will teach her as a comforting mechanism to do it as she ages. Um, what are some affirmations that you do that have really helped you? Um, well, I want to key in on the, the white bubble real quick. I, I, I do something similar, yeah. um, but it's a little bit, um, a little bit different. Basically, like I picture a white aura mm-hmm. around me. Yeah. And let's say someone gives, someone thinks something negative about them. Mm-hmm. An energy wave leaves their body and travels across the entire universe, but it's more going to affect me because I'm the subject. Mm-hmm. So as that energy wave comes at me and hits the edge of my life, so let's pitch, pitch red, red as red because it's negative. Mm-hmm. Um, as it's coming at me, when it hits my aura, it immediately turns white. Mm-hmm. The color of the aura. And it's still coming at me but I have a choice to let it turn back to red as it hits me mm. or turn it to blue mm-hmm. as it hits me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 50 Cent and Floyd Mayweather always say, you know, I, I know 50 Cent says I need my haters so I can use them for their energy. Mm. Accept that energy like money. Yeah, Take it like money. Cause I always, I call every moment we have, God gives us one energy dollar to spend on whatever we want. Mm. We can spend it on pain, drama, happiness. That person is spending their energy dollar on me. Yeah. And when it hits my aura, it turns white. I can accept it either way. Mm. And so I accept it as uh, as positivity. So that's how I, that's I personally cool. get to those type of situations. Yeah, that's really um, cool. Yeah. Um, as far as affirmations, yes is the one is my go-to. Just say yes 10 times. By the third time, you'll be smiling. Mm. By the fifth or sixth time, your brain will be throwing at you reasons to say yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's just manifesting a future where you're celebrating something saying yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you want. Yes. And thank you are the two um, generic ones that are like improve your life all around in multiple categories. Other than that, I'll go specifically for something. Um, if I want a million followers and I say I have a million followers and I don't, my ego's going to step in and say, no, you don't. Got to be careful with how you word these things. You want them to be in this moment, but you don't want it to be something the ego is going to completely shut down. Mm. Mind you, by the time you get to the 10th time, you're enjoying it. The ego has subsided by like three or four. But what I like to do to strengthen that, instead of saying I have a million followers, I say I'd love a million followers. I'd love to have a million followers. Accurate, true statements. Because you would, ego, right? Yeah. You love so the ego, ha- the ego has to step back yeah, and funny. let me sit in that moment and let the subconscious on- honestly answer the question. Or like, that's what I also ask, how would it feel to have a million followers? Mm. The subconscious cool. has to answer that question. It would feel amazing. So now I'm watering that seed. Next thing you know, I go on my Facebook group and it's another 60 people that signed up. Mm. You know, by the way, Neo Positivity's Thoughts Become Things Summit has a Facebook group. Mm. Get in there, get updates on the summit, and uh, get your daily dose of positivity. I also have a subscription. I have a a newsletter I send out five days a week that has a different mental exercise on it. Okay. 
like I deserve, like you say, I deserve as many times as you can today. I deserve that house. I deserve that car. I deserve the respect. I deserve, or I expect, I expect that house. I expect that car. Or like I said, um, how would it feel to, how would it feel to be retired? How would it feel to have a million viewers? How would it feel to have a million likes on all my videos? Like whatever your situation is, Mm -hmm. these are the things that you're going to say to yourself throughout the day. And when you create an affirmation, you have to make sure every single word is right. There's a knot in your chest. When you lie to yourself or feel bad, it kind of goes down. When you're smiling, it goes up, Mm -hmm. you know, laughing its way up here. If you say an affirmation like, whatever i have a million dollars and that thing drops down change something up yeah okay i and and don't make your affirmations too long affirmations that are usually a sentence long the ego's going to step in at some point in that sentence and crush it for you every time make them basically phrases yeah. as short as you can um but get your point across if it's too long i would i would consider it a mantra mm. as opposed to the affirmation okay. the mantras are great they're amazing use them um but affirmations are are, are they're my silver bullet, man. Those are how I, you know, how I get stuff done. Cause there's points in the days where if you're having a blah day and you're just not really ready to jump on top of the couch, like Tom Cruise, no matter how much you try, it's kind of sometimes hard to, you know? Um, so affirmations are cool like that. Mm-hmm. By the, by the, like I said, by the third time you're usually smiling and yeah. five or six, your brain is now giving you beautiful mm-hmm. visuals. Yeah. And that's what you want. So I love them all day, every day. Start off with them. I end off my day with them. And throughout the day, alarms, 40 alarms on my phone, more than 40 alarms on my phone. Everything, all these other little things you see hanging up. Mm-hmm. Reminders, yeah. <laughs> I like what you said about yes, because I was actually going to bring that up earlier. One of the, the relationships I was talking about earlier, it was the one before I met my husband. It ended and I thought to myself, this is my time for yes. And I just started making commitments and <laughs> saying yes. Now, listen to yourself and honor yourself. If something doesn't resonate or feel good, don't say yes to it. That's not what we're saying. But go out with friends. Maybe you're feeling a little bummed, but could be say yes. Go out. You never know what could happen. I got a cat. I never had my own animal because I couldn't. I was at home. I wasn't always over my boyfriends. I said yes to a, a foster cat. Still have the cat today. Actually, he loves my husband more than me. <laughs> But um, I got a new car. I paid for it by myself. It was the first car I paid for it by myself. I said, yes, I'm doing this. I'm making commitments. Instead of being fear-based, I said, yes, I can do this. I'm going to do this. And then I met my husband. I'm not saying it always works out that perfect. I had my own struggles. But start saying yes. Go do things. Try new things. Like we... I don't know. It's just, it's amazing when you start doing it, you see how it works. And again, when I'm saying this stuff, I'm not trying to, oh, my life's all good. I've been through stuff. I still go through stuff, but say yes, believe in yourself, listen to your intuition, do your mantras. Like it's possible. There's so much possibility in the universe for you. Like anyone who's listening, you are worth it. You deserve it. Believe you deserve it. Appreciate it. Like things will come, but you have to practice this mindset it takes work, but it, yes. I just want people to know, like, you can have it. You can have what you want. You can feel good. Like, it's possible for everyone. I want everyone, please, to think about it like this. If you were to go into the gym, you got a gym membership, getting healthy, you go into the gym and you do 10 curls on your right arm, and then you walk out and go home, how much healthier will you be? <laughs> 
And you can't say yes 10 times a day and expect to be a millionaire by Tuesday. That's just not how it works. Mm -hmm. This requires a boatload of practice. Um, Two things I wanted to touch on that you you said. People kill me. They say, oh, Neil, I can't be like you. I can't have positive thoughts like you. I can't do it. There's too much stuff going on. I'm not retired like you. I got real world stuff to worry about. Listen, I still get the same thoughts I used to sometimes. My brain just handles them different. Mm -hmm. So I don't have perfect thoughts. Neither does Lauren. We don't go 60,000 positive thoughts every day. No, it's just that I've conditioned my brain to catch that thought before I even notice it's even started. Mm. So we can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Stuff's going to happen. You're going to see things, car accidents, whatever the situation. So don't strive for this perfection. You are perfect the way you are. Mm-hmm. You're exactly the way you were meant to be right. today. Yeah. No regrets. And last thing, one of the biggest lessons I learned in 2021 that I'm taking into 2022, the strongest lesson is get out of your comfort zone. Mm. I'm the guy who lives in his comfort zone. I've been retired for the past 13 years. I don't have to leave the house if I don't want to. And a lot of times I don't. Um, But everything's where it needs to be. I, I, I literally, like, I have the phone charger to my phone. Everywhere I would ever sit at in this house is a charger. You know, I got a bottle of water in every room because I'm obsessed with water. I like to have things perfect and smooth. So there's everything smooth, automated. And it was good for a long time. But when I got out of my comfort zone and did something uncomfortable, the waves that were at my back got stronger and thrusted me to a new world, a new life. new things all growing all forms of life and areas all together just growing and getting better and so it's like every second you're out of your comfort zone you're excelling as a person and you get in your comfort zone and you stay there you're cool a little stagnant and get out of your comfort zone it's like something happens i don't know what it is but it was such a great impact in 2021 i am on it for 2022 and that's what's just what you were saying get leaving your ex getting out of your comfort zone job yeah. situation going to get a new car if you're not used to that it's there's a risk it's money payments <laughs> totally it's, saying yes I there's go, risks right there's always a risk but also it's an investment in your life and yourself and look at a lot of successful people i mean successful they could have their own problems but what you see is successful what you may want people take took risks they said yes there's going to be crazy shit that happens along with that, but there's just so much good. And I'm like you too. I like comfort. I'm like a Virgo. Like I like to be comfortable. I don't like to be uncomfortable. Something happens. I'm like, dude, this is not good, but yeah. change. And I avoid it. Sometimes I'm noticing that with like parenthood. I'm like, I got this going. And then I'm like, dang, I got to like change this now or nap schedule. It's like, Ooh, but ride the waves, go with the flow. You got it. Life. If you don't have change, how are you going to grow? Growth is change. You cannot have growth without change. And that's what's going on in this world right now. There's so much change. Growth literally means you're changing from Mm. what you were into something better. How could you possibly have change without something changed? That's why I always tell people. My thing is this. Everybody, most of my clients, when I was doing that in Tampa, they wanted $100,000 a year. And we would make it to 96, you know, so it's cool. So for one, you got to aim high. Mm. So you can get just below, but here's the thing. If you made a hundred thousand dollars this year and you want to make two hundred thousand dollars, no, if you want to make if you made a hundred thousand this year and you want to make a hundred and twenty thousand dollars this year, something has to change. Right. Or else you're gonna make a hundred. Now, if you make a hundred dollars this year and you want to make two hundred thousand dollars next year, you might have to change everything. Right. It's a it's a complete hundred percent. 
increase. You might have to change a lot. Now that is getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But you will be holding yourself back if you don't. Right. I operated out of that place of fear. I always wanted to make it mm-hmm. and then buy my old house in Jersey and move to Florida. And it wasn't until I asked myself, what would happen if I moved to Florida and just bought the house back, mm-hmm. gave them an offer they couldn't refuse, got it back, fixed it up. It would still be my old house. I love my old house. And then all the world just said, but it was like somebody cracked the safe open and it has been a, whirlwind of energy boosting since Mm. it's been two years of pure outside of covid it has just been amazing and and covid you know it sucks it's taking lives and stuff like that but i thrived through it there's a lot of people that financially yeah and again not to like downplay the horrible horrible aspects of it but i think again we are so like programmed to just all bad and fear there's so many people like i started the podcast during covid i don't know if i would have done it i was at home i could do it you know it's like there's so many people that have started some amazing things during covid again it forced us to change there are blessings and silver linings within pain and growth and I think it just goes back to like, what are you going to look at this? Are you going to look at this situation in fear or are you going to look at a possibility? Thoughts become things. <laughs> have you ever heard of Podfest? Um, I feel like I have. Yeah. You should go. The next okay. one you should attend. Uh, that was, I, that came two weeks after I started my, my podcast, Masters of the Law of Attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, Podfest was presented to me and my first reaction was, why would I go to a podcasting convention mm. and be sitting next to a bunch of my competition? Mm. Like that's, and I had never been to a convention before and it was far away. Everything about this was out of my comfort zone and going changed my life. Mm. The person that I met, Elijah Desmond there, he's the one that got me in the dental industry and we're making all kinds of music together. So wow. that was really 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 and from podcasting even outside of Elijah the people that I met in podcasting are now boosting and supporting the summits and everything that I'm doing because they love the law of attraction so it's like getting out of my comfort zone in that situation 100% beneficial insane I agree and I know that's kind of you know, you'd always say there's other people doing what you're doing. There's a million other people that are doing podcasts. Why should I start one? YouTube. Again, I say this completely humbly. I don't even look at my numbers. I don't even really care. My husband's the one that like tells me we started it and my numbers are going up. My views are going up. And I'm just like, I feel that universe is supporting me and I'm completely grateful. We have a lot of work to do, but if I wouldn't have just said yes and tried, look at the possibility. It, it's, <laughs> And all the if people you, that I'm meeting, all these cool people, like this is truly a gift for my, not only hopefully people are learning things and, but I get to talk with people like you, like, this is so cool. And you going to that, uh, that pod fest, like that's another thing with the yeses, go out, talk to people, meet new people. Like that's what keeps me like, you know, fueled is just like helping one another talking. How, what can I learn from this person? Spreading joy, like supporting one another. Like that's what we need in this world. Like it's so healing. So if you're finding yourself in pain, that's what I've always felt when I've gone through like my sad times or telling other people, maybe you stop focusing so much on yourself and just go out and try to help other people. You will find healing and growth. And so that's what I love about this is like, let's not think about competition. How can we help one another? Yeah. We got to, we got to raise each other up. Yeah. 
And and you know what you said something earlier about surrounding yourself with the right people that is critical. Yeah. If you want to be a painter, I suggest you find some painters. Yeah. <laughs> so they can maybe show you how to paint. Sure. Because if you want to be a painter and you're hanging around a bunch of cops and firemen, uh, I'm not saying you're not gonna have a great time, but you should probably be around some painters. Yeah. So if you want to be successful, find some successful people to be around, mm-hmm. which Mm, you gotta get out your house yeah. go to some networking events whatever it takes whatever the universe is nudging you to do we were talking about inspired action mm-hmm. when you ask for something the universe is going to give you a little sign and then it's going to tell you to do something and then you're either going to say i'm tired from work today i'll do that tomorrow yeah. or you're going to make the choice to do it huge thing about choices we were talking about being present and everyone, I encourage you to work on waking up as much as you can. You have to make the choice to do these things. The opportunities are going to present themselves. You're going to have to make the choice. And by mental exercises, making a choice, I mean, like when you're walking down the hallway and thinking about whatever, got to get milk, got to go to work tomorrow, uh, what time I'm going to come home and do this. Every now and then you're going to wake up and you're going to be able to see the background. You're going to be in the current moment. While you're there, it is up to you to make the choice to do a mental exercise or go back into that rabbit hole you were going. Mm -hmm. When I go to the bathroom, if I reach for my phone, I literally slap my own hand and I say, no, I'm using this time for me. Mm. And I just get meditative, get mental. It's all about choice. Mm -hmm. It's all about choice. If you don't take that inspired action, you just kind of like postponed everything. Right. You'll get that sign again, that hint from the universe again. It might keep hinting at you every day. Yep. You might keep deciding not to do that inspired action because your inspired action might be to fly a thousand miles away on a whim and meet somebody you didn't even think you were going to meet. Mm-hmm. Chances are that's what's probably going to happen right. if you're going for something big, mm-hmm. um, especially if you don't live in like Florida or Texas or LA or New York, like where the big stuff is happening and that's what you're going for. You might have to go do those things. Yeah. But while you're doing them, if you make that inspired action, hop on that plane and get off the plane and you're ready to go meet some people, but you have a negative mindset of, I don't know what to do next. I don't even know why I'm here. I wonder if this is even going to work out. I didn't spend a thousand dollars already. You're screwed. Yeah. You shouldn't even never win. Yeah. You should never win. You got to be like Lauren. It's got to be in your mind. I know what's going to happen next. Like I and already there's decided. Nothing, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that the world can do or show or say to me that would change that. Right. Totally. Not even give you a lottery ticket that has losing numbers. I won a lottery 13 times on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I only bought a couple tickets a month, but I wanted to specifically use law of attraction and show people how to win. Yeah. 13 times in one year. And it comes with holding a, starts with holding a losing ticket in your hand and telling yourself you won. Mm. I won, I won. Because you know, Power Now by Eckhart Tolle, when you win, it's going to feel just like this. Not tomorrow. It's going to feel just like the current moment. My arm's extended. There's a ticket in my hand. Mm-hmm. Except for in that, in that moment, in that universe, whatever, I'm happier than now. Yeah. I can do that now by playing a little bit of make-believe. And there comes... Uh, you don't want to get me started about make-believe. Uh, I love talking about the make-believe land or imagination land, whatever you want to call it, because I own that shit, man. Yeah. I do a big time. I know that's what creates here. And God could take my life right now, but he can't stop me from thinking about a red apple on a table. I have God-like power over there. And it just so happens 
that what happens over there is, you know, what happened over there. So it's like, I, I take the imagination world to the, to the next levels, to the max. And I, and I suggest everybody get on that same page. Cause I wouldn't be here if I didn't have some wild behind dreams mm-hmm. that I just kept thinking about with all confidence yeah. and then followed the steps to get there. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I mean, your story is very inspirational. Your message is perfect. Thank uh, I thank you for the work that you're doing and the light that thank you're spreading. And I don't know. I just want people, I, I say this to other, like I'm saying this to myself as I'm saying it out. Like we just, we deserve to be like supported and loved and we deserve good health and we deserve to be happy and to grow and we, we have to support ourselves and then we can also support others. So I thank you for the work you're doing and uh, yeah, it's changed yeah. my life. Yeah. Manifesting affirmations. Again, it's not all perfect all the time, but you do see a shift in your life when you start practicing this stuff. And you know what it is? The best part about the law, because toys will come and go. Money will come and go. We can't take it with us when we leave. The best part about the law of attraction is I walk around happy. Yeah. Like, for no damn reason. <laughs> like, Which it's reason. It seems like, oh, like, that's oh, weird. Just, I'm just happy. And, we, you know? yeah. and you're allowed to be happy. It doesn't have to be a thing or an event to make you happy. Like, you could just be happy. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's sad that most people don't get to experience yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And they have, and that's the thing. I might have all kinds of extravagant toys and cars and lifestyle or whatever, but like I said, I'm not happy about that. I'm just basically happy that I'm in control of my future. Right, like right. I'm good. Yeah. No matter how broke you are, or no matter how many things you don't have, you can be happy for the same thing. I'm extremely happy for right. the, the one thing that's making me walk around the house just happy all day. You have that too. Yeah. So you don't have to have the stuff I have to be happy. And it can be whatever, man. Like just sitting, I'm trying to do this more, right? Just like, instead of just like shoveling down my dinner, like, dang. Like if you really start thinking like someone, there were crops and people that grew these vegetables for me. And if you eat meat, an animal die that, you know, it sacrifices life so I could live. Like if you start thinking this way, I don't do it every day. Trust me. It's just, I'm trying to be more aware of like, you could just be so grateful for what you're eating and, and all the hands and people that made that possible for you to be alive. So yeah, it doesn't have to be a car, but it could be a car. It doesn't really matter what it is, just being grateful for what you you have and what you will have. It could be anything. You're really touching on seeing things differently now because now you're hitting, you're yeah. hitting in, in, in my heart. I, I, like to cons- I like to think about, um, like if, if I was to give, uh, if I was to give anybody, listen, if I was to give you a million dollars, you'd be very happy. Yeah. Now, if I was to turn around the next day and give a million dollars to everybody else on the planet, would you be any less happy? No, you still have a million dollars. So like you were saying, uh, I like to think about the police department and the military. I literally have my own police department. There's a whole police department full of people that are at my beckoning call. There's a whole military full of people that's job is to keep me safe. Yeah. This computer is a factory full of people who designed, put together. Mm-hmm. There was a mailing system that mailed it all for me. Right. And when you get into that beautiful mode, your ego might step up and say, yeah, well, they're at the store for everybody else too. Just like that million dollars. Doesn't matter. Everybody else got it. This was for me. And to be truly this grateful is- for that 
it's like it's, these are mind games you play. I didn't know you were this deep into it, Laura. Me and you gonna have to we gonna have to oh. do a live stream in, in my uh, in my group. I want to see how deep the rabbit hole oh, goes. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying. It's a, it's a practice. I mean, you could literally like the sunlight's coming in, and I'm like so happy right now. I'm like I gotta get out there, get some vitamin D. Like I really, I have thought about this this way for a long time, but I really think like COVID and stuff. It's just shifted me, and I've woken up to a lot of stuff, and it's we we have what we need inside. The fear, getting the fear out, dude, and just going out there, soaking up the vitamin D, taking care of yourself, like believing in yourself. I'm not going to fall victim to like what other people are telling me to do. It changes your life. Gratitude, belief system. You know what I mean? Like we have the power to be happy and feel loved and you don't even have to be happy. You can feel sad. You can feel whatever you want to feel, but go inside yeah. And I haven't thought like this, you know, I have thought this way a lot of my life. I mean, I'm thankful my parents have taught me some of this stuff, but it's a lifelong practice. And I've, I've listened to tons of podcasts. I've gone to mediums. I've talked to people like you. This is a group effort. I'm thankful for everyone I've come in contact with books. Um, and I can't get enough of it. I'm in like this height of like spiritual, you know, awakening and stuff, but it's still just terms. Um, and it's going to keep going. I'm gonna keep growing, but I just feel so like, I want people to know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's here. You want them to feel what you feel. Yeah. And I, when I feel down, like people like you or, or, you know, if my husband accountability or whatever, like we are here to support each other and love one another. And like you said, if I found out you were giving other people a million dollars, like I should be happy, not jealous. I should be happy for the people that made my computer. I should be happy for all these things that I have. It's not even about the thing. It's like the fact that I have this ability to have a computer to have experience to talk to you. Like it's about the way that you think. And I mean, again, like I'll drive and someone cuts me off and I'm like, what the hell? But then, then I feel bad. I'm like, why did I, you know, get mad? And so there's a constant opportunity to like, you know what I mean? Remind yourself and not be impatient. I'm super impatient. I'm a freaking Virgo. Like, what do you, you know, but I'm going to work on that. And so it's a, it's awareness, it's consciousness. And, um, again, what are you thinking about this person, about yourself, about the situation? You have the ability to shift that. And then the universe and the energy, it's all energy. It's all energy exchange, right? Like you said, it goes out into the universe. I like to give people a little, um, a little visual, uh, a picture, a picture, uh, like a five by five foot white cube, like a sponge cube, just floating in the sky, like, you know, 10 feet off the ground, 20 feet in front of you. And uh, that cube is, you know, God, universe, whatever. And it's observing you all day long. It's observing you. I mean, think about it. When you're watching a movie, you're into that movie. You know, you're trying to see what's happening next. Everything else in life just kind of disappeared. You're vibrating at that movie's frequency. So this cube that's watching you all day is vibrating at your frequency because it's observing you. Now, because that is God universe, it's connected like strings to everything that exists. And everything that exists has its own vibrating frequency. But since that cube is now vibrating at you, it slowly starts to shift everything around it to begin to match mm-hmm. what you're vibrating at. Yeah. And I try to give people that visual so that when they catch themselves in a negative headspace, they think about that cube and what it's doing to everything around them mm-hmm. and they change it. Use that, please use that and use anything else you can. Uh, books, put a, I, I the poker chip before I had poker chips, I would put a pebble in my pocket, whatever you got to do. The more time you spend in that headspace, 
the better. Yeah, you'll so start seeing shifting. And, you know, we can say all the stuff, and until you practice it, you'll start seeing your own stuff that makes you like, oh, dang, like this is real. But ask for signs if you believe in that stuff. Like I believe in spirit guides and guardian angels, and I'll ask for signs. I'll see synchronicities, and I'm like, okay, that's too loud to not listen to, right? And some people, that's just like another dime. It's like, dude, I've been seeing dimes. I've been seeing 11, 11. I've been seeing this like over and over. I keep seeing this hummingbird the one second I look out. Like, pay attention to these things. These are the universe's, the universe's way of, you know, communicating with you. You start seeing even, stuff and you're just like, this is crazy. Like there's more than we, we can even like see or understand sometimes. It's, it's really cool. This is a, what you're talking about, I like to think of as, um, remember I said like the small little things that'll get you that dollar amount mm -hmm. and appreciate them. These are the small little things in manifesting that make you a better man, better at manifesting. Yeah. I consider each little click beep stuff that goes on in the background. To me, that's a wake up call. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me do a mental exercise, yeah. you know, and if I'm getting better at making the choice to do it on key, right. As opposed to I'll do it as soon as I'm done this email and then I forget and never get around to it. So it's, that's an opportunity right there. Those coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. Uh, I always see 42. That's why it's tattooed on my arm. I always see it everywhere. Mm -hmm. But when I see it, I'm like, yeah, I'm more confident in my ability to manifest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm taking advantage of that. Just like finding a dollar and yeah. being appreciative that you can manifest that. Yeah. Be appreciative that you can manifest anything. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Key yeah. in on these little beeps and there's little things happening all the time. Like you said, you got cut off and then you miss a light. Maybe you were supposed to. I, I read a book. I can't remember what book it was a long time ago. And there was a car accident. And, you know, instead of being pissed off that you're now in traffic, direct your thoughts toward the person, like pray for them, you know, everyone that's involved, but also realize like you were supposed to be stopped for, for a reason. Or I had mm -hmm. a girl on my podcast last week. She found this book. She was from New York the book talked about going to Sedona, Arizona. She like was called to move to Sedona. She was going to go fly to Sedona. She was intrigued. She missed, she got a flat tire on the way to the airport. So she had to, she missed her flight, stayed in a hotel. She read the whole book that night. And then she like moved to Sedona. And I'm like, she was supposed to miss that flight because she, otherwise she may not have read that book and needed what she needed to know before she went to Sedona. Yeah. And now she's lived there with her husband. And it's just like, there's just too many. She's from New York. The book author is from New York moved to Sedona. She moved to, this is like, this is a universe. Like, and yeah. after her father died, she found the book on a bench outside. To me, that's like, that's God. That's the universe. Like how could have that just been so perfect? I'm sorry. You can't like to me. Oh, that was a coincidence. Like how many times do you want to say things are coincidence? This is a yeah. sign. And if you listen to it, you will see things start to really shift. It's incredible. I love stories like that because it was it's there for her at that moment. She needed that. Divine. Yeah. That's divinity. Right That's here. divinity. That's like divine energy. Like it's all around us all the time though. It's just, are you aware of it? Now, how many people pass right by that book? I know. But it was meant for her. It was there for you know her. I mean? No, yeah. I mean, like in your life, not your life, but everybody listening, how many books have you passed by? Right. Yeah. You I mean, know, and I ask myself that all the time. Yeah. You know what gets me about my intuition? I'm always, like, I always have, I'm always taking a lot of stuff with me everywhere I go. And my intuition will be like, bring that. And I'll be like, I'm not going to need that. 
every time I end up in a crazy situation where I need that, yeah. I'm like, yo. And so I'm to the point right now where if my intuition is like, grab that, grab that, yeah. grab that, and that, I'm like, all right. Just listen to yourself. <laughs> and I end up needing it. Like, and that, and it's, that is my constant reminder. It just happened to me yesterday because I actually didn't listen to it <laughs> and ended up cold. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I wanted to bring an extra shirt and I ended up all cold. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all divine synchronicity. I guess you could just describe it like that. Yeah, Everything. Absolutely. And when you're tapped in, you're tapped in. And when you're not, you're not. And there's so many people that are using this and don't know they're tapped. Yeah. I know CEOs that have never heard of the law, million dollar CEOs in Tampa that have never heard of the law of attraction. They're just doing, they're just, they're working off of pure confidence, right? pure confidence, which is obviously possible. Yeah. Plenty of millionaires and billionaires are doing it, but for one, you can get there smoother and swifter once you know the rules and all the ins and outs that we're talking about. And for two, every single millionaire I just mentioned has shitty relationships with his family or right. there's something there's else other areas in their, in their life. Yeah. Yes. Or maybe they're not so grateful they're, for it and they want to make the, the next million and they're not even enjoying yeah. the one that they made last week. Yeah. So they're, so they're only doing good in the one specific area that they're extremely confident in right. and not knowing how to use the law of attraction mm -hmm. to, to boost up their health, to boost up their happiness, sure. to strengthen the relationship with, or even have friends. Yeah. Um, so you don't want to take the just confidence route. You want to know all every, every nut and bolt in the car. That way, if it breaks down, you know how to fix it. Yeah. That's it. Totally. And if not, because I don't, I'll be manifesting a tow truck to come help me. See, there's always a way. <laughs> always a way. Always a way. Yes. But, you know, shows like this and, you know, you know, my website is a, a host of information. That's I've interviewed hundreds of life coaches and law of attraction enthusiasts over the years. And in the last year, I started doing the summit where I would interview groups at a time because me and you are going to share ideas. I call it like a beautiful tennis match. We're going to share ideas. Mm -hmm. And every now and then the balls will collide in the middle and birth a third idea, mm. a better idea, something another one of us has thought of, something we're going to try as soon as we hang mm. up. It's going to get us something beautiful and we're going to teach it to our kids. And it's like, imagine a whole group full of people all shooting ideas at each other. Yeah. You're going to birth so much more. And so that's what the summit is. And what I try to do with my life is make it so that you don't have to research people constantly and interview people for 13 mm. years constantly. I try to put it all out as easy as I can get it for everybody. Mm. And so that's what I try to do with the website, uh, neopositivity.com. Anything you got is a video. I say there's a video for every topic because people just send me uh, questions and I'll just do a video and answer them over the last 10 years. So there literally is a video for every topic and it cuts through the middle, man. Cuts through the BS, a lot of books, um, the Science of Getting Rich was an amazing book, but honestly, he said the word, he said thoughts become things 95,000 different ways in the first 11 chapters. It didn't really get good until 11 through 15 or whatever. An amazing book. The Secret was written off of that book, but he repeated himself for a day's worth of audiobook. Mm -hmm. <laughs> cut through that. Yeah. Find so If it's not me, someone else, find ways to cut through it. Uh, the BS and get the stuff that works, get the stuff you need, get the stuff to change your mentality. Everybody's going to tell you to be positive. That's not good enough. You need to know how, right. what to do, when your mind says no, when your mind says you can't, when it just keeps beating you in the brain all day, that's what we need. Yeah. So find those sources of information, tackle them head on and use them 
every day. This isn't like a black belt. This is a repetitive thing. I mean, it's a lifelong yeah. practice. It just, it can get easier. So People think enlightenment is like a black belt where you get it. It's yours forever. No, enlightenment is like a thought process. Yeah. It's there while you're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And law of attraction is like jogging. If you take off for a month, you're going to suck at it. <laughs> you need to jog more often every day, the better you'll get at it. Right. So learn these principles and adopt them and you will change everything and you'll never want to go back. That's my whole thing. I'll never go back to my old way of thinking. No. Never. Yeah. <laughs> no. These are very, yeah, life-changing uh, tools. Nicely said. Um, I was going to, yeah, I think we, we could probably keep talking, but I think we, this is like a good, I feel like this is like a good episode. We'll either have to do part two or maybe I'll have to collaborate with you on some of your stuff. But um, but uh, you mentioned your website, but please say it again. And I'm also going to put it in the description of the notes so people can find you. So let us know where we can find you. Are you on social media as well? Yes, yes. Neopositivity.com is the website. From there, you will find the Summit's landing page, which is neosloasummit.com. And it's just Neopositivity on Facebook and Instagram okay. and everywhere. You know, I try to make it real simple. And everything is free. All the information is free. The Summit's free. Everything is free. Unless you want me to come to your house and speak to you. <laughs> but everything as far as information that I gain from the universe, meditating that's helping the world, absolutely free you got no excuse join the group and then share it with everyone you love yeah. this isn't like a used car dealership where i'm trying to sell something it's all free yeah. just information yeah. that will change people's lives so neopositivity.com would be the best and uh, easiest source to get everything you need awesome wow well thank you what a awesome conversation i feel better just talking about feeling better <laughs> Yes, yes. I always come away from talking about the law of attraction, uh, especially happy. But when I get to bounce back and forth yeah. with someone else who works on up here as mm. opposed to just reading books, it's a special treat. So thank you for everything mm. you do. Uh, I consider you and I a soldier in the war on negativity. Mm. So thank you for fighting a good fight with oh, me. Oh, yeah. Thank you. We got we to gotta band together and... I do think light is stronger than dark, but you know, it's going to be, it's a, it's a process. So I appreciate you. I appreciate your work. Um, we'll link everything and you guys in closing, keep up the good work. You deserve so much happiness and love health and, uh, start manifesting that shit. That's what I say. Manifest that shit. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find me on Instagram at real Lauren live and on my website, Lauren live. Cheers.